0: Welcome to episode 110 of Fish and Connor a Movie. My name's David Peather. You can call me Fish. With me, as always, he's my favourite sucker of shit. Colin McButthole. Have
1: oh, we said that joke before? We Colin started
0: McButthole. That was last week's joke. Did I make that last week? Yeah, it was. I, Did I, I I commended you on it. The colon. You're now the colon cleaner. You're welcome. I'm the colon cleaner. Yeah. Connor McDuff is your fucking name. It is. Just so the people out there who haven't listened to the other 109 episodes of Fish and Connoisseur movie don't know. We also have a special guest with us today, Connor. Who's that? Oh, he's just some motherfucker. Please tell me more. It's my brother, Adam Pether, but I
1: call him boy. Say what up. What up? Hey boy, how you doing, hon?
0: Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. What's
1: up? Not much. I'm just playing with my cock. It's funny because I've asked all of these questions before we started recording because I knew Adam was coming on and I said the exact same thing. I said (laughs) I was playing with my (laughs) cup.
0: They're recycled jokes, but that's okay. But now we've called it out. It probably would have been okay, but now the listeners are aware, so I guess they're probably laughing more. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It's gone real meta. Let's move on. Fuck it out. Let's get on. Um, We are going to review a Marvel film today, Connor McDuff.
1: Oh, man, you know how much I love Marvel films. Oh, you, They're my favorite. You're
0: all about them. You really are. We've we've done a few. We've done a bunch of the Captain Americas. What was the last one? Was it Civil War? That was earlier Civil this year. War. wasn't it? That was fucking yeah. great. I loved Civil War. My favorite good. comic book movie. Did you like Civil War, boy? Yeah, it was incredible. Boy, have you seen Doctor Strange or are you just sitting in here for no fucking reason? Uh, I think I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen the movie. Okay, okay. good. We can talk about it. We can talk Glad about it. Glad
1: you had to think about it before you remembered.
0: <laughs> Doctor Strange is um, a strange pick. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> oh
1: my god.
0: But it really is like, Doctor Strange, like, no, like, I read comic books and I don't even really know much about Doctor Strange. Where did you stand on that knowledge there, Mr. I have McDowell. no
1: f- fucking idea who this cunt was. I still don't fucking know. Like, I was like, who? I think I heard of him once, but... He's pretty nothing, isn't he? Like, he's a bit of a strange character.
0: Is he... So, he's not a big comic book character? Uh, No, like, he is, but I've never really read any of his stuff. I don't... Like, he's not a Spider-Man. He's not a Superman. He's not, he's not the big... He's not in the big dogs. He's kind of... Yeah. You know, he's in the Ant-Man leagues, I feel, where, you know, people kind of know about him. Yeah. But don't... Like, and that... I could be wrong. Like, comic book readers out there um, correct me, but... I haven't come across him too much. I didn't know his, his fucking backstory. I didn't know you know much about the character. I just knew that he was basically the guy that the other guys go to in like a crossover thing in the comics when they can't get shit done because he's pretty much...
1: Almighty, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's overpowered. Powerful, yeah. He's
0: like fucking... He's Thor times 100. Um, he yeah. can fuck around with other dimensions. And I knew all that sort of stuff. And that kind of excited me coming into this because I don't think we've really seen a superhero movie kind of like this. Not really mystical and crazy.
1: No. No spirituality. No, like,
0: magic. No, Um, no. Boy, did you know much about Doctor Strange? Uh, I had zero idea about Doctor Strange. The The first time I actually heard of him was when there was something about Benedict Cumberbatch going to, like, a comic book store dressed as Doctor Strange. And I was like, wait, is there a new Marvel movie coming out? And that's the first time I'd actually heard of it, so... Yeah, no, I had zero idea, and it was kind of nice actually. Well, I know that Connor had no fucking interest in really seeing this, mainly because it was a Marvel movie. Is that really the only re- did, like? Did the mysticism or anything get you get your your fancy there, Mister McDuff?
1: Uh, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm into some real trippy shit because uh, I'm a bit of a hippie, so that was cool, but also not because it's Marvel and they just they I just fucking resent them for everything they do. So, like, <laughs> I mean, there's the two there, you know. There's the two. On one hand, you got me interested because it's mystical, but then you shit all over it because you got fucking Marvel attached to it.
0: <laughs> uh, like I said, I was kind of excited after seeing the last trailer. Um, it, it looked pretty funky with all the buildings and stuff. Maybe Where, were you excited for this, boy? Uh, yeah, I was. I was like, it's a little bit of little bit of Marvel mixed with a little bit of Harry Potter. Like, what can go wrong? So <laughs> much. What can go wrong? So much well, can I, go wrong. I, I I did go and read. Uh, some comics after watching this movie because it did it did spark my interest. I was like, I don't really know much about this guy. I need to go and kind of do a bit of a, a, a study. And I I read some, like, origins and stuff, and there's a few things that are different, um, which I'll sort of talk about as we go along. But for the most part, I had no fucking idea about this guy. You might have an idea of what the story was in this movie, Mr. McDuff. Can you please fill us in?
1: Golly gee, let me just fucking tickle all your pickles with my fucking yarn spinning, you big cunts. This film uh, follows Stephen Strange. He's a, he's a very talented doctor, he's very arrogant and cocky, and he's really good at his job. He performs amazing surgery, but he's just such a smug piece of shit. And on the way, he's driving his Lambo to some, to some dinner to commemorate him, and he's, it's raining and he's speeding and he gets into a nasty car crash while he's trying to figure out what case he's going to do next because he's a cocky piece of shit. And then he fucks up and his hands are get fucked up and you can't be a doctor or a surgeon, whatever the fuck he is, without your special hands. So he's got the shakes and he's trying to advance the progress of his hands and he can't. So he finds this story about a guy who was disabled and then started walking again. Finds out where he went, he goes to Kathmandu and he goes to this fucking spirit church place. He's like, hey, what up, my hands are fucked. And this girl's like, oh, well, we can help you, man. Do you believe in this and this? And he's like, fuck you, I'm Stephen Strange. You don't know me, you don't know shit. And she's like, I know everything, I look like Yoda if Yoda was a person, and then touches his head, and they just fucking have the best LSD trip you've ever seen. It looks like they're straight up traveling through acid, and he's seeing different dimensions, and he's going through different things, and he's seeing a whole bunch, and he comes back, he's like, oh fuck, I was wrong, sorry, can you teach me? She says, nah man, get the fuck out of here. He gets the fuck out, he bangs on the door, she goes, nah man, just kidding, come back in. He trains, he comes to Doctor Strange, he's almighty and powerful, he finds this fucking kid this cape's like what up i'm like i'm like a person i've got a personality like the magic carpet from aladdin puts on this fucking cape <laughs> there's a bad guy the whole time this bad guy's like hey what up i'm gonna fuck your shit up this bad guy he's um trying to get a world eater to come to earth and fuck everyone up and he, he tells everyone that it's for immortality this world eater is coming in we find out that yoda is a fuckhead we find out that He's it just everything goes to shit, and then Doctor Strange saves the day and kills the bad guy and stops the world eater from coming to Earth and then at the end we see thor and he's like i'll help you find your dad mate and then at the at the very end his friend i forget his name i can't even remember the actor's name is another sorcerer yeah mordor, mordor. fucking the land the of mordor
0: M- it's not mordor it's Mordor, but i kept yeah, calling him mordor yeah drop,
1: drop the fucking ring in mordor and then he <laughs> gives up and he doesn't want to be he doesn't want to be a sorcerer anymore cuz he's a whiny cunt and he fucks off That's the end of the story. We've got another superhero and then it says at the end Doctor Strange will return which is stupid because none of us ever fucking thought he was leaving. Like he's (laughs) fine. Why the fuck is that that at the end? It doesn't make any sense. He's not dead. He's not dying. He's not even like pretending he's not there. He's still there. What the fuck? I feel like it's like
0: like a a James Bond thing. Like We always know there's going to be a new James Bond but they always put at the end James Bond will return. It's just you know they know they can do it because this is their fourteenth fucking film, and they, <laughs> they know they're going to keep and making and them. So
1: making money. they're just rubbing it
0: in some people's faces, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, listen, I um, uh, let's start off from the basically the start of the film where we see uh, Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> talking. Um, you, you know, we've we've got him. We know he can be an arrogant piece of shit. We've seen it before. I haven't really seen Sherlock. I don't know what he's like in that, but in Imitation Game. Remember that film? I remember him being fucking hilarious just because he's a straight-up cunt.
1: He's the best in that fucking movie, man. I love Imitation Game. That was so good.
0: Yeah, so that's when I heard that, you know, he was supposed to be this arrogant surgeon. I was I was pretty excited. I was like, well, fuck, that, that fits awesomely. And he is, yeah. to a certain extent. But I don't know if he goes to the full arrogance that I would like. Where, where do you guys sort of stand on that? He was definitely a bit of a cunt, but yeah, I agree that he wasn't. He didn't go all the way. Like, he was still nice enough that... He still kind of cared for him rather than just being like this guy is a complete and utter dick and he had an American accent which weirded me out because I've heard him so much with his British accent. <laughs> Does yeah. that take away from his arrogance? Oh, 100%. I was like, I was just weirded out by it. It scared me a little bit. If anything, I would have thought the American accent would have uh, helped with the arrogance. <laughs> I, I, I think that he needs to, I don't think he needs to be like you You still need to sympathize with the character. Like we still need to come back around with him. But and we do. Like I've seen it happen. I've seen imitation. Have you seen *Imitation Game*? Yes, I have. Like I, I think in that, like we kind of cared about that character, and he. But he was still such a piece of shit. But that's where the kind of the comedy came from. And they and they're kind of trying to capture that here. Um, where do you think that ended up, Connor?
1: I don't know, he's a pretty good, smug piece of shit. I didn't really think it was not enough. Like, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good, to be honest. Like, I was pretty happy. He was pretty cocky. He's a real piece of shit, too. He's the girl he likes. Um, mm. What's her name? Um,
0: Rachel McAdams.
1: Um, dude, I'm in love with her, hey? Like, she's so attractive. I think Holy every fuck.
0: male in the world is in love with her, even the there's, gay ones.
1: There's something about her that I'm like, fuck, you're so gorgeous. Anyway... Yeah, I thought it was fine. I think his ego stays as well, which I like. Like, he kind of stays does, imperfect yeah. until the end, and I really appreciate that because I think one of the things I wasn't looking forward to is watching another sort of funny, sort of um, playful fucking Marvel hero um, shake his dick around for 90 minutes and then save the day. And so, like, instead, we get like an arrogant, shitty fucking arsehole can't shake his dick around for 90 minutes and then save the day which was like a pretty I mean like that was appealing to me I was like oh cool like he's not going to be the same but I kind of feel good. like
0: that is the same thing because it's still a style of comedy like his, yeah, his is. arrogance is coming in it's still they, like I feel like that's exactly what they did and my, my problem Marvel, is is that they've PG'd it up like I feel yeah. like they they it's like the watered down version of an arrogant piece of shit and well, I like I know that that Benedict can do it. So I like, and I did giggle here and there, but I feel like I could have been laughing a lot more because there was a lot of, uh, there's a few parts in this, this film where I felt it was quite drab and, and dragged on, which we'll talk about a bit later. But I feel like if they'd kept that comedy element up, I would have been a lot more satisfied.
1: I think Marvel has a thing where they just do the same. It's the same comedy for every film. Yeah. Ant-Man did the same. I think it just comes down to what the director and the performer and the character can, re- how they can reflect that same comedy. And so while I liked his ego and arrogance, I did not at all like to think, oh, wow, like it's a much better film because it's still the same. Like it's the fucking same. The way the comedy is played out and the way things happen, like it was the same in Civil War. It was the same in uh, Winter Soldier and Ant-Man. Like it's all very similar. But Yeah. yeah, I do agree. I think maybe one of the things that didn't work and one of the things that was really broken was you've got this arrogant character and these concepts that are Fucking massive. Like, manipulation of dimensions and time travel are big things, you know? And they kind of like try and take the piss out of it a little bit and they take Mm. the piss out of parts of his story that I was like, man, this character, like, you could go balls to the wall like he's a real fucking top dog, you know? And instead we get that same humour which is pretty disappointing.
0: Yeah, like, look, and it's, Look, it's not killing the film, but I just feel like it, it could have just been done better. But my my next um, sort of issue with it, and this is a very loose issue. I don't find it too big of a deal. But the, the fact he kind of gets over his jerkiness really quickly, like like you said, it, it sort of is there for most of the film. Like He still is yeah, a little bit arrogant, but yeah. I, I feel like he should have just been... Like because he's so good at studying, he's so good at like learning all this stuff, and he learns it really quickly. There's like every reason for him to go back to being a bit of an asshole, and then we could have had another sort of you know turn around in that character where he has to save the world and not be a dick. Um, yeah,
1: I think I think by the, when the third act hits, it just kind of like drops. He's like, just when the, he's
0: just a hero. Yeah,
1: yeah, and like even the way he like talks to um um that fucking guy the world eater whatever his name is in the uh, other dimension. Yeah. Like that was kind of shit when he's like I'm here to bargain. Like the way he speaks to him, I was like, man, this is just not it doesn't suit the character. Like I feel like that character would be like just telling him to fuck off and like just being really smug about yeah, it. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're right. And he like, should have been a bit more smug. What do you think, boy? I feel like I feel like you guys are right when you say that he just dropped off his jerkiness really quickly. Um he he could have adapted to this like to the studies of the ancient one and kind of like you said been able to adjust to the situations and yeah at the end when uh, he, he's finding that dude who's like can't handle what you're doing buddy um, he could have like been more of a just kept that smugness yeah 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 he, he you're right he was like I'm here to bargain rather than like telling him what to do I feel like it would have been a lot better if he just told yeah, him exactly. this is what I'm doing yeah you're right I, th- I feel like he like you said Connor he's the top dog like he always thinks he's the top dog He's he's gone yeah. into a new a new sort of way of surgery really with this this new magic way you know he's using his hands for different things and now he's going to be probably the best at this so let's well, like, like he's the what, guy saving the world let's see him be an asshole. what bothers me
1: is like it's like By the end of the film, it's not necessarily indicated that he's like, oh, no, it is that he's taken up this mantle as a a sorcerer and shit. But Mm. I think one of the things this film was missing is that, like, it's okay for a character to not be 100% good. And I'm going to fucking go back to it again, which was the best Marvel film to date is Guardians. And they did that immediately, where Chris Pratt, they save the day, they do the right thing, he's a dickhead at the start, and at the end, he's still a dickhead. Like, mm. he's mm. still... Like, he was always a good person, and at the end, he's a good person, but he's still just got, like, he's got that spirit in him. Like, he's got the reason you appeal, you're, you're attracted to that character. Yeah. And, like, and the whole reason Doctor Strange is attractive is it's like, hey, like, here's this, like, almighty being who can do anything. Also, he's cocky as fuck. Like, isn't that a cool... Character piece? Like, isn't that a cool thing? Like, yeah. unlimited power, also really arrogant. Like, that's interesting to watch. Unlimited power and I am at peace and one with everything. Like, that's <laughs> fucking boring. Like, holy shit. Dude, yeah. I want to see you, like, do dumb shit because doing dumb shit creates a story. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck you, Doctor Strange. Anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I feel like we're going to get that later. And, yeah. and you know, it's it's hard to fully judge a character's complete development on just one movie in this in this mcu film, this, yeah
1: god forbid like marvel just make one film where they flesh one fucking character out we're got to fucking watch 30 of them spend fucking more money you pieces of shit put avengers into two parts fuck you i
0: still feel like they fleshed him out enough like he he did go through a journey he did change he did what but he just changed to something that i didn't find as interesting as mm. i feel like it should and i i do like for for sure this is going to come back for sure we're going to get doctor strange in the avengers being a dick to tony stark like them them two going at each other will be fucking awesome i can't wait to see that but it's just yeah a little bit just you know we're sitting on the not on the bad. line there we're not really going anywhere with it at the end i got a
1: i got a question for you guys yeah okay and it's the best question to ask in any marvel film On a scale of one to fucking dreadful, how did you feel about the villain?
0: I knew that was coming. Five. Five? Yeah. About about, about midway. He was okay, but he could have been a lot better.
1: He was so underwhelming. What about you, Fish?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm probably sitting... Looks-wise, seven. Actual impact on the story, three.
1: (laughs) Right? Right? He does nothing. Oh he doesn't my even god!
0: Care. This is—it's a classic origin story. The whole and you know, which is fine. We needed to get this character, and nobody knows who he is. I didn't even know who he was, so it's good to get the whole thing. But still, is it too fucking much to ask for a decent villain? I know. It, it was just sad. It was pretty incredible when he got locked up in that little torture device thing, though.
1: Yeah, that was a cool sequence. But just like his character, like he goes from like this big grand plan to just being a lackey, and he's pathetic, and he's no threat. Like. That that's the middle fight, isn't it? That that lockup bit. Yeah. Boy, and like he gets beaten in that. So like, like why?
0: <laughs> we know why, he's the, Yeah, he's not a threat.
1: Like, why would I deem him a threat? Even at the end, like, there's no showdown or conflict. He doesn't do anything. Like, they reverse time, and Benedict's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna fuck off and like deal with the real problem." And he goes and deals with the real CGI villain up in his green screen lair, and not the the cunt that's like been trying to stir shit up. I think the other thing is there's no vendetta with Strange. Like, there's no personal conflict. There's
0: no personal, personal conflict. yeah, there's nothing It's just personal. like,
1: he doesn't even dislike him. He doesn't even seem to dislike him. He kind of has a respect for him. And I'm like, man, that's kind of disappointing. Like, why can this villain just not, why can this villain not just be, a, personally have some hatred towards Doctor Strange for some reason? Yeah, I'd like there so, to be a
0: little bit, but I also find, I also think that that's part of the point is because, hmm. you know, Doctor Strange is so about himself, like he's there to fix his own hands and in the yeah. end he has to sacrifice that to beat this villain. So I, I'll give it to them, but I, I do know what you're saying because it, it doesn't feel like there's any sort of threat, like there's no, there's no connection, there's no threat, I don't, I don't care because I know he's going to beat him. I did get a little bit, yeah. um, like fuck when this giant head came out of the fucking clouds. I <laughs> I thought that was kinda cool. I didn't know what any of these characters' names were. They were throwing around all these like Damamu and Kilpat Kil or something, I don't know. And Mordo, I thought, was the bad guy for a while, which funnily enough, he is the bad guy in the comics. Of course he's you know, he goes on well, at the end of the film he's, you know, changing. But um he's yeah, he's like the rival sorcerer in...
1: Token evil black character.
0: He's not black <laughs> in the in the comics, I'll, I'll put out. Um- black
1: sidekicks! Black black sidekicks! Captain America has a black sidekick. Iron Man's got a black sidekick. Doctor Strange had a black sidekick, but he fucked it up. Who else has a black sidekick?
0: Danny Glover's a Ant black Man- sidekick. <laughs> he's too Ant old Man's- for this shit.
1: Ant-Man's it- got a like Italian-Mexican a- Italian- sidekick. And like... I don't know, man, like if you're going to express multiculturalism, stop making all your fucking black people (laughs) psych
0: Well, I will say like, that's one thing that they've sort of changed up a lot in this. And I I don't, I don't know if it was, you know, on purpose for, you know, just trying to be PC or if it was, you know, because it went well, but I think that it did go well. Like the ancient one is, is actually an old, uh, like old Asian man, like the first guy that she sees in the, in the comics. Mordo's like some, uh, he looks Asian as well. I think, um, Wong, you know, the, like the, the librarian, um, is he a librarian? The big yeah, Chinese he is, guy? He he, he's, he's, guardian, he's um, yeah. he's Asian, but he's, uh, he's kind of, well, in the origin story that I read, he's Dr. Strange's like rival, like they're both training at the same time. And Dr. And oh, really? Strange is more of like a, a study guy. Like he knows like the, the technical, He has, like, the know-how behind the magic, but he's not very good at the physical side of things, whereas Wong is very good at just, like, doing it, but he doesn't know why things happen. Yeah, wow. It's just funny that they didn't bring that into it, because I I feel like having a rival sorcerer would have been almost better than having a fucking villain, because (laughs) at least they would have been able to grow together and then potentially become a bad guy. Like, Mordo... Mordo should have been the bad guy in this movie. Like... I I know he's going to be one, but wouldn't that have been a lot funner to see, like, these guys going at each other the whole time?
1: I fucking agree, as usual, about this shit. Like, it it should have been. Like, here's this awesome potential, and they ruin it with this boring villain because it's an origin story. It's the same with uh, Ant-Man was the other one that they did this to. Like, it's... Oh, and every Marvel film. Sorry, I forgot. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I think it's... I just, like... it Honestly, like, it just disappoints me because... They have a lot of good elements and Marvel generally will fuck up probably the same two things significantly. And that's music. Like their musical scores are just abysmal in every film. Oh, I, I didn't mind
0: this one. I thought it was pretty cool.
1: I, the only time I didn't mind it was at the very end and they, you start you hear this real funky like like stylized, like ancient sort of thing. Yeah. It's plate. kind of like
0: a theme. But all yeah, this, yeah. But,
1: but it doesn't play throughout the whole thing. And when the music does play, it's the same boring Marvel tune I've fucking heard over and over again. And the <laughs> other thing is the That's villains.
0: Funny. It's funny. Sorry, just before you got it, it's funny you say that because I've got a bunch of um, like Marvel film soundtracks on my, yeah. on my iTunes. And when I just put it on shuffle, Every now and then, you know, uh, one of them will come up and I'm always like, Oh, this sounds like the Avengers. I'm like, Oh wait, it's Guardians of the Galaxy. This sounds like the <laughs> Avengers. Oh wait, it's civil it's uh civil war. Like it is all yeah. like it is. You are so right. It just it's the the Avengers theme just done kind of differently over and over and over.
1: And it's not even a good <laughs> fucking theme. Get a new fucking theme, dammit. It's so boring. Like I've no, never I don't watched it. The- it's
0: okay. It's not it's not up with like I've, your Jurassic I've Parks and Star the- Wars though.
1: A Marvel film and been like, wow, like I really like that track. Like, I never think about the music. Sherlock Holmes, Batman, Star Wars, Jurassic Park, Indiana Jones. These are all blockbuster films that became franchises, and I know all their themes. You fucked up, Marvel. Well, I mean, you didn't. You're making billions, but you <laughs> fucked up, you dumb piece of shit.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, like, you, you, you're you about to rag on their villains, which is a broken record, I feel. We all we all yeah, know we that Mar- Marvel villains are pretty shit. But the, the problem with ones like this one and Rohan or whatever his name and from, um, guardians, Ronan. They, they have like really interesting looks. And I feel like there's an interesting backstory there, but they don't give it to us because they don't yeah. give them the time to, for us to give a shit about them. And wh- like, like, it's hard to say that it's not, not working because they're making billions and billions of dollars. But like, is it so hard just to add a few more scenes? and cut out some of the bullshit origin stuff. Like, I think we, I think we care they, more about the villains yeah. a lot of the time.
1: I think their justification often is um, Thanos. Like, they always go back to Thanos in every film and make him this looming character, which is really cool. But I think what's actually happening is they're starting to use it as an excuse as to why their villains are so shit, <laughs> because they always make... No, like, no it's building like, up. It's building up. I, yeah, I think their justification, honestly, is that, oh, but, like, Thanos is here. If Thanos doesn't fucking, like... Make, make me come. I'm going to be so mad. Like, he better be the fucking... Josh Brolin better just destroy that character with just brilliance because, God damn, they've made him out to be so appealing. I don't what did think, you think, I Dolly? don't
0: think they're going to. I think it's going to yeah. suck. Like, exactly. he already looks shit. Like every time I see him, you know, we finally seen him for the first time in whatever movie it was in the last two years. And he
1: grabs the infinity glove and he looks just disappointing. Uh,
0: it's just like, oh, uh, that's, that's it. That's what we've been looking forward to. Cause I was there, I was like, well, we're, these are all, these are all just like henchmen compared to this Thanos. Yeah. And yeah, like the, the plot I'm sure is going to be fucking crazy. And he's going to be just like, how the fuck do we stop this? I would hope, but I am not impressed at the moment, like I'm more impressed with the way that Rowan looks. I'm more impressed with the way like the villains in this looked. Like I liked the the purple fucking deterioration around their eyes and stuff. I liked the idea of this big fucking god thing coming from another dimension. Like I find that more intimidating than whatever Thanos is. But yeah. they don't they don't they don't go into that, and that kind of annoys me. Where are you at with this boy? Yeah, just be, just because they're henchmen doesn't mean they can't have an interesting backstory. Exactly. Like, each each villain should have enough of a backstory and enough of, like, an impact on the film that we actually care about their fight with the protagonist. They, You, you guys are so right that they just throw these guys in and it's like, there's no real care. We know that the is going to win. It's just giving the, the, the hero a punching bag. Yeah,
1: pretty much. It's fucking depressing. Like, it's sad that that's what they've done. And they think it works. And for, like, general audience members, I think for the most part it does. But... Like from a filmmaking perspective, I think that their supervillains are the reason you can't take their films too seriously. In all honesty, like, mm. and when they do get them right, Thor, they fuck it up by fucking up the rest of the movie. Like, Thor's so shit. Thor three <laughs> though, yeah, right. Genuinely keen for, for Thor three. Taika is directing it. I didn't realise that. Yeah, yeah. It, I've heard that it is just the coolest fucking thing. I just, I've got um. I know some people working on it and, I, and I've seen his AMA that he did on Reddit. Tyco did an AMA on Reddit about it. And he's basically like, yeah, I've pretty much neglected the last two films and ignored them. And I'm just making a Thor film with my humor and my style. And apparently it's like really 80s and shit. I'm so fucking excited. Like, I'm so keen. Holy fuck, it's mm-hmm. going to be so dope. My it's God. Edgar
0: Wright all over again though. I'm yeah. worried.
1: <laughs> uh, i don't know they're in production like they're doing it so i know it's happening
0: really... but it's kind of like marvel will still have a a very big say on what goes on yeah, there true, i'm excited true. too I, i'm more excited about it be, not because of fucking thor but just because he's directing it um yeah i uh so you didn't you didn't like the big the big villain So i we saying here you didn't like the big god damamu thing you thought that was silly no it
1: was like it was just I don't know, it's like, oh hey, like we know this is the villain you're trying to pay attention to, but here's a big scary one, because we know we fucked up, sorry. Like, it's always mm-hmm. just, there's always just something fucking bigger in the background, isn't there, Marvel? There's always yeah, something bigger, yeah. but I, I don't want something bigger. Like, it's okay to just have a good... I'm, I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's funny, fine. like, it's
0: all the, the the good villains that you were just talking about, like, you got your Loki, Winter Soldier's another good villain, they're, like, anti-heroes. They sort of come back. They become good guys because they only want to really focus on these good guys. Because
1: it's personal fucking conflict. Like, the Winter Soldier, Bucky... That whole thing, you know, like it's actually Hydra and all this other shit going on. But Bucky, it's like he's Captain America's equal. He's yeah. fucking intimidating as hell because he can destroy anyone, right? He catches his shield and it's fucking Bucky. It's his best friend as a child. Like that is amazing. That's great character development. Loki is Thor's brother. Like it's already there. Loki is there already, you know, like fuck me. It's just, oh, yeah. I just, I'm going to have an aneurysm thinking about it.
0: <laughs> well, back to the, um, back to domamu and that yeah. and that final scene, dominoes. Um, yeah, I is that how you say it? Domino, domino. No, I'm just domino, saying dominoes. 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 <laughs> I um I was disappointed that it and ended quickly. Classic superhero movie. That you know, finally the big guys here, and then all of a sudden, fucking, we beat them. But I did like the way that he was beaten minus the there was the lack of smugness there but I did like the idea of this time loop thing and him just sending yeah. sending him crazy it was like that's something different that's not just oh I've got these powers and I'm going to shoot a big fucking beam at him or something it's there's actually some intelligence to the way that he defeats this thing he couldn't defeat him like in terms of powers because you know he's a big old head but he yeah proved his intelligence is much higher and just annoyed him to leaving basically just yeah. came and left I think it
1: was just satisfying because, like, one of the, like it was just he was like torturing a villain. Like he was really fucking with a villain, yeah. and it was it was really well justified. Like yeah. he's this all powerful other dimension being, and that's how Doctor Strange gets in. Like that, he saves the day. By using his wits and it's not like this bullshit like he's not flying around throwing like orange spirit discs at him he's like genuinely just like nah fuck you man like this is how it's gonna happen
0: yeah he's using he's using his new powers as well as his old like yeah you know manipulating powers as well yeah he got fucked this... up every time as well yeah. Yeah, every single time destroyed. he looped he got fucking destroyed like stabbed by spikes and blown up and everything I like how Tamami got kind of uh, creative with the way you killed him.
1: Yeah, just try something new every time. Yeah. Speaking of, just quickly, like, on this note of, like, how cool everything was, this film's very pretty. Like...
0: Dude, that's where I want to go now. Like, the way this movie looks and the the fucking effects, this is what I was looking forward to. Like, we've just shit on everything, like, story and character-wise, but fucking hell, it's a pretty movie.
1: It is so good. Like, shot-wise... Oh my God. I was like, holy fuck, man, this is a really nice looking film. Like it genuinely just the way things are framed and fuck me. It's nice. Mm. What did you think, boy? Did you notice this?
0: Uh, definitely. It was very pretty.
1: <laughs> <Good>.
0: <laughs> well, like, like I good. said last week, I, I had a mate who did some of the um, animation on this movie. My, my mate Pete. And no um, shit, hey? he pointed out some of the stuff that he did, like that he works at a, a company called Luma here in Melbourne and they did the opening fight scene with the ancient one and the bad yeah. guys where all the fucking buildings are moving and shit. Fuck, um, that's dope. He was more he was mostly in charge of um, the ancient one's weapons, like the the little fan things. Yeah. Um, but like he has a mate that um, Yako that fucking did like the whole building moving and like it's just incredible. Like and then their other their other big scene was um when uh, Damamu's thing at the end. the the big green screen extravaganza like my mate pete looked after a lot of like the planets and shit moving around in the background and it's just really cool to to hear that side of things because we sit here like i I don't know the first thing about fucking animation which shows because when i sit and talk with pete he tries to explain it to me and i'm just like fuck
1: i'm I'm dreadful with visual effects as well i need to yeah
0: i need to get some fucking education on that but it's um it's really impressive what these guys can do and like, we, we really take it for granted in movies these days. And it wasn't until I sat down with somebody who'd actually done it that I was like, Jesus Christ, there's so much work that goes into these things. And the yeah. amount of people that work on them, like, they, they probably had a, a, you know, a crew of, like, 15 to 20 people just working on those two scenes. And then there's other fucking effects houses around the world doing everything else. It's just just fucking nuts, man. The best. And- Yeah,
1: the best VFX, the best VFX are the ones you can't see. You know, like the best visual effects are the ones in like Mad Max and Avengers. And like, I'm not talking about the big, obvious things. I'm talking about the fact that like these films, most of them are like almost entirely green screen, and they VFX fuckloads. You know, Mm. like it's insane Mm. to me.
0: Well, and this and this movie was really just a breath of fresh air, seeing you know something different. Something these people can manipulate the world, like and go into other dimensions. There's just so much that can open up here and they really played with it which is what I was was a bit worried that they wouldn't because my I was really excited for the new Nightmare on Elm Street remake which is like not so new now it's like six years old but I was excited to see that because in this day and age you've got a, a guy who goes into dreams and can fuck shit up like the sky is the limit yeah. whatever you can imagine you can make because it's all justified because it's a dream fucking world and they didn't really go that far but I feel like they did here and fucking tip of the hat to it because it is just flat out fucking stunning
1: it is it's gorgeous like it's it's next level and like they just the way everything looks as well like on just an aesthetic level like Um, the way the Doctor Strange looks and the way he sort of um, uses his powers and these like cool fucking Mm. orange Like it's nice because it's different. Like Marvel definitely has a tone and look to the way things are and this definitely felt, it aesthetically felt different in a lot of ways which was really nice. What did you think, Boyd? Did you feel like it had like a sort of different taste to it to other Marvel films?
0: Well, for starters, like the spells and stuff is different to other Marvel films. Like most, it's just not just brute hand-to-hand combat. Like the majority of yeah, uh, true. they still they still did fight a lot, which I want to talk about in a second, but we'll come to that. Yeah, but each fight had the spells involved. Like each fight had yeah. they had their ancient weapons that were like embedded with this power that could their bodies couldn't control, so they had to put it into a weapon. So that that gave an aspect of magic to the hand to hand combat as well. Yeah, it's different to like just having superpowers. Like this guy didn't get like, bit by a radioactive spider. He doesn't have a super soldier serum. Like, he actually had to fucking work for these powers that actually exist within our, our psyche. And I found that interesting. I liked, like, the Indiana Jones feel to this. Like, it felt more like an adventure film. Like, he had to go to Kathmandu to and yeah. climb fucking mountains and, and train in, like, these ancient temples and stuff. It just, it felt like old school action adventure film and i think that's where that different aesthetics coming from because the most of the marvel stuff is pretty you know modern or Earth. stylized yeah. um, you know period piece stuff
1: and i think i think it worked quite well and i think a lot of that adventure time stuff not adventure time the cartoon is in you <laughs> know it you know what, you know what i meant. it does really like kind of add a different tone to it, which is nice. And it's always just good to, I don't know. It's just good to fucking experience something a little new in that regard. Cause I really appreciated it. And the, and like the action, if you want to go into that, like, what did you feel? How did you feel about
0: it? Well, I look, I, my most annoying thing was that I was so impressed by the fact that we're doing spells. We're talking about magic. We're talking about this sort of thing. Like this guy, his, his hands are fucked. He, he basically can't hold a fucking pen properly but yeah. he can throw a decent punch. I feel like it was a little bit of a cop out, and, and and I enjoyed the fight scenes for what they were. But I want to see sorcerers going at it with spells. Like I want to see yep. Harry Potter shit, where well, they don't actually have a fist fight. It's like they're 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 working with what their their powers are, you know. Yeah. And I I felt like there wasn't really much of a need for the fighting, but it was cool. <laughs> so I, I'm am love- on a, I'm on an edge here.
1: I really liked it. I thought the the action stuff, well, when they did it, the, so basically the middle one. This the fight scene where he's in that museum, that the, the, oh, the, the whole fortress. Way. That's that was awesome. The rest I was a little disappointed with. I it was cool like watching the 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 chosen one, whatever, the ancient one, but like she's not a character that I have an investment in, especially when she's fighting at the start. So you're kind of watching it like from an objective point of view where you're like, oh yeah, cool. But like when when he's in that thing and he's like dropping cunts in the Sahara Desert and shit, I was like, that's "Yeah, that's sick. what it, like, he's
0: using the spells. He's using things like that. That's what I, yeah. I feel like there should have been more of." And True. I don't, I don't understand why they have like weapons, like, <laughs> like I do, but I, I still feel like their their power comes from the spells that they can do. Like they could shoot yeah. fireballs, they can open portals, they can do all this sort of thing. Why has she got to hit people with fans? Why has Mordo yeah. got to fucking? staff that he whacks people with you know what i mean why are they throwing icicles at each other yeah Yeah. but but there's one fucking shot that i'm glad went physical and it's like (laughs) in that hallway and dr strange just fucking whips some motherfucker in the face and sends him flying back that hallway it's so satisfying to watch he fucking owns him
1: I love it. I just liked it. And I think the physicality just comes from a knowledge that really, like, hand-to-hand combat is the fucking coolest thing to watch on screen. Like, you and I all know it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'd much rather watch Jackie Chan whoop some fucking ass in Rush Hour. And, like, I don't know. It's, to me... When a when a when I, like an actual physical combat fight scene's done well, I'm like, that's fucking sick. Like that is cool. I remember those. But Yeah. Oh, it was. It was
0: done well, but I and you're you're right. Like if they didn't go this route it's it's very likely it like, that they would have just gone into a generic like yeah, you know, turn based fucking yeah. back and forward. But I just I just think they they were so creative with everything else, they could have got a little bit more creative there.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think I definitely think they should. I, I just think they um I just think I I think the physical aspect of it could have stayed still like I think it could have just used more of that more spells and stuff but the the fact that he's fucking whipping cunts and like I love that he has like this wimpy whip like he's trying so hard and it's just shit do you know what I mean like that was cool because that means you're like, oh fuck, like he's in trouble, and it means like when you watch him fight, he's like actually there's tension there. There's yeah, like yeah,
0: he's still training. He's does he's not the top dog yet. Yeah. Where how did you feel about the fighting boy? Where, would you rather more spells or were you happy with the Jackie Chan style? I think I agree with Connor, Where I, I enjoyed the physical aspect of it. Like a few spells here and there would have been pretty sweet. I think they could have implemented maybe you know some big laser beam looking fireballs. Or some something like that, just for some long range attacks while they're falling through the air, hit them, hit them on the way down. Mm. But all in all, I think it was pretty cool. Uh, the The fans, I didn't really like the fans though. I thought they were pretty, pretty shit. Like the, the ancient fans ones, were fans.
1: T- yeah, they were disappointing. Uh, I like uh, yeah,
0: look, they do. They I think they did do a good mix of using the spells and the fighting. I just don't know if the, I needed the fighting in a in a thing about sorcerers, but. Yeah. That's just being nitpicky. That's just me being a cunt. Uh, Ancient one, we're talking about the fans. Yeah, I thought the ancient one was pretty cool. Yeah,
1: she was alright. Like, I think there was too much backstory there with this bullshit about there, like being like a negative. She takes power from like a dark place and shit. Like, there's all that stuff. And I'm like, fuck, do I have to think about this? Can't I just worry about Doctor Strange? Like, fuck, there's so much. Who gives a fuck? Like, I don't fucking care. When everyone's like, oh, she takes power from the neg, like, the, the dark place. Yeah. I'm like, no shit. Like, she's fucking all powerful. That's a very obvious thing someone would have to do. She's the only one that's bet. like, she's better than all of you. When Doctor Strange is like, how the fuck do you think she's alive this long? I was like, yeah, no fucking shit. Like, isn't that obvious? Like, why would you even be mad? She clearly is trying to do the right thing. No fucking shit. She's whatever <laughs> just fuck, <laughs> fuck off I, I
0: liked that i thought it was cool because it's 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 a bit of a social commentary on the world really like nobody's all good no. like she she's supposed to be the all powerful all good everything that is is holy and sacred and she's not and that's, and that's what you know disappoints mordo so much which i liked because he's yeah, been following this person like for some time i that something.
1: too I I genuinely liked that too. That was a nice thing where this character who's been good from the beginning has an actual justified like, oh shit, that's really sad because it's true, you know, like he builds, he lives his life a certain way. I was like, fuck man, I'm I'm really happy that he goes down that dark path because of a real incident. Like it doesn't, it didn't feel unjustified is what I'm saying. It
0: It was was fucking mad, like just mad betrayal and I, you know, nobody likes to get betrayed. I can relate. That's fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) so I liked it and I'm excited to see where that character goes we didn't get much of him until the end of the credits but you know what of it well I don't know what what else do we have to talk about here I think I'm I'm pretty good
1: I i got one more point I want to make I don't like montages and training scenes I think they're fucking useless and we all know what's going to happen at the end the guy gets there but I really liked this training scene. It was really fun watching Doctor Strange in in the in the fortress learning stuff. It was probably my favorite bit. I do wish that he was there for years though i felt like he was there for a few months i really wanted to feel like he was there for like a decade or two decades like i wanted time to be obsolete because when he goes back to see his girlfriend like i really wanted it to be and i thought that was what was going to happen because he's got the broken watch like i thought he would be there and she's like it's been years and he's like what and it's been like eight years you know like i really Mm -hmm. was looking forward to something like that but it didn't happen
0: Oh, I agree. I, I that was kind of one issue that I did have was that he does learn this all very quickly. Uh, mm. I do feel it's justified because he is, you know, a bookworm. He's getting in there, he's doing the study, he does he knows it, he's he's applying himself. Um I wish that it played a little bit more on that character that I read in the comic, The Origins in that comic, where he's so good at, at the like the text and, and all that sort of thing, but the actual physical way of doing it he's not so good at and it's kind of there like he does struggle a little bit but he does fucking sort it out pretty quickly doesn't
1: he yeah that was the disappointing part like they throw him in the deep end and they're like he's not finished his training but like he kind of is and he's pretty fine because he defeats the main villain immediately like he's fine (laughs) that's not all right like fucking hell he should have lost god yeah uh...
0: no i agree all right, well I'm done. Are we? Let's. Should we move on to the good, the bad, and the ugly?
1: Let's move on to the good, the bad, the fugly. <laughs> boy, you may go first with your good.
0: Uh, I think the good parts of this film was the special effects were pretty phenomenal. I think the characters were were pretty good, and good enough that I I was with them. I think the... you get one good boy. So, Shit. Sorry, uh, it's my first time. Don't don't hate me. <laughs> fucking hell, boys. Um, my good would be... Uh, the oh, VFX f- the, and the action.
1: Did you guys hear that fart? Did you guys hear that fart?
0: Oh, are you farting on shit? Sorry. VFX fart. action mixed together, boy. Oh, He's pointing two fucking things at me. It's the, the combination of the action with the VFX. I thought it was quite impressive. Fuck what?
1: you, boy. You don't run this podcast. Fish does what he wants. Um, I would just say the aesthetic. It's a real pretty film. I'll specifically say cinematography. Like, it's gorgeous. They did a really good job in that regard. The bad. Boy, what's your bad, boy? Uh, the villains. Yeah, fuck oath. Yep. What's,
0: what's,
1: what's your bad, uh, Fish?
0: <laughs> yeah, the villain. The villain. The, the lack the lack of villain uh, development.
1: What's my nickname? I don't have a nickname. Boy, Fish and fucking
0: Colin. Colin.
1: Um, the bad for me... I would say is, um, gee, I don't know, the villain, three for three, hat trick. What's the ugly? What's what, the what's ugly, like?
0: boy? So something, it doesn't have to be bad, it doesn't have to be good, it just makes you kind of go, well, oh, that's pretty fucked.
1: Yeah.
0: Alright, anyway, I'll go first. Uh, right. I, I think the ugly is just not making Benedict Cumbersnatch more of a fucking arrogant prick. I feel like that's yeah. a real drop ball, and that's what I was really looking forward to. It's not bad. It's just ugly. <laughs> it's ugly the way that they pulled it off. What do you got, Connor?
1: Um, the entire backstory with the ancient one was a very ambiguous and a total waste of my
0: time. <laughs> you got anything? Yeah, I think, I think there was just some holes in the story that mm. made it a little bit ugly for me that could have been filled or better explained. Like what, what are you talking about? Uh, The the main couple would be when he's driving recklessly for when he's a neurosurgeon and he knows what happens. And he deals with crash patients all the time. Oh yeah, we didn't really talk about that. That's so true. He's fucking cruising along in this Lamborghini on a fucking mountainside, talking about putting people back together. And then he just goes and fuck it yeah no you're, you're totally like, right it,
1: it's it's not even like remotely i don't know it's pretty tasteless i like it, it, it's kind of cheap it felt cheap didn't it like it felt like there was like a cheap way to get this character hurt by his own arrogance but like why would a doctor do that yeah i agree yeah,
0: yeah he's too smart for that shit. was there yeah. anything else yeah the other thing was when he had the green eye and was manipulating time with the apple then they came in and were like no that's forbidden but then they just let him keep the eye yeah, for the rest yeah, of the movie yeah. like what uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so true fuck oh right. my god these are th- how, did such we, a- how did we not shit on this earlier
1: yeah that was an issue for me too it was really weird
0: a right, good one good call nice ugly nice ugly boy okay uh final thoughts what are your final thoughts boy what did you think about dr strange and what would you rate it out of five I thought it, I thought it was a pretty enjoyable movie. Like visually, it was entertaining, and I did come out feeling good about Doctor Strange. But I think it goes back to my ugly. I think it could have elaborated more on certain parts of the story. So I think I'd probably give it a three point five out of five, a fair score. Connor McDuff,
1: um, it was real pretty, and I like Benedict Cumberbatch. I think he did a good job for what he was given, but what he was given wasn't much. And it just felt honestly like another Marvel film in all those regards. Like, it it wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't a bad film. The villains sucked ass, but Marvel films generally aren't bad. And it's not the problem that they're not bad. They're just not great. And they're given enough money to be great. And great directors and actors to be great. Why the fuck isn't this film amazing? Like, why? What... What reason does it have to not be amazing? You've got the biggest company in the world behind it, millions and millions of dollars, a world-class actor, and a great... Like, visually and aesthetically, everything comes together. The problem comes from Disney's ego. Really, when you think about it, it's the fact that they don't fucking give a shit. They don't care, and we know they don't care. They're just franchising the fuck out of it. They're putting more in for Avengers, they're getting more money, they're getting that... That's what it is, okay? Like, I... I'm not being like a hippie, I'm not fucking saying Disney owns the world, I'm just saying they, don't, they clearly don't give a fuck about the movies they make, because they do shit like this, and fucking shit all over us by making a very average, obvious film, without actually thinking about it. Fuck you, Disney, fuck you, Marvel, it's fine, it's fine, it's a, it's a three out of five, like it's just fine, you know? It's fine. <laughs> it's fuck just you. fine.
0: Do you think, are they shitting on Star Wars?
1: They will, they fucking will. Episode 7 is only good because they know they can't fuck it up. The amount of scrutiny they went under when Disney bought Star Wars was ridiculous. They know they can't fuck it up. Star Wars is much bigger than Marvel. Like, Disney kind of bought Marvel back. Star Wars has been around and has stayed relevant without Disney. It'll stay relevant when Disney's gone... They they can't fuck it up, but they will. They'll get to a point after, they'll do it with episode nine. Episode nine, they'll fuck up. Rogue One will be great. Episode eight will be great because they still have to prove a point. Once episode nine comes out, they're not going to give a fuck. They're going to franchise the thing. You'll see a movie out every year. They're going to be terrible because they're done. Like once they get to that point, it's the same with fucking Marvel. The moment Avengers came out, they're like, oh, we can shit on everyone's dreams now. And they just pump out film, <laughs> film. But No, but like they just pumped out film after film after film after film. And they just did the same thing. They'll do the same fucking thing with Star Wars. I just, I know it. And it's so frustrating. Anyway, I'm done. Three out of five. How do you feel, Fish?
0: <laughs> Look, I I feel like we've been super negative on this, this one. And I... I guess I'm in a bit of a cunt mood so I have been have been <laughs> been shitting a lot but I I did like this movie I did like this I came out I and I had a good experience watching I went and saw it with my mate Pete at the premiere for Luma like all the visual effects artists were there and they all sort of you know talked a little bit about how it was done and such and Pete was pointing out all the little things and so I really liked that I'd really like seeing the behind the scenes of it I I I'd I had a lot of fun with the movie. I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was actually pretty good. I I have shit on the character and the way that it was sort of brought. He is arrogant enough. I just wanted it more and I know he can do better. And I, I feel like we'll get that hopefully in further installments in the Avengers fucking universe. Um, I, I love the visual effects. the visual effects just fucking make this movie. They make me want to watch it again just for that. Like I didn't see this in IMAX, which I see every Marvel movie in IMAX and this one would have been one of the best ones to see in IMAX. so I probably will at some point go back and watch it. I think for the most part it was nice to see that it was just different. Uh, it is still very much a Marvel movie, which I appreciate that they didn't they didn't stray too much from the you know the blueprint but just enough to make it feel fresh. It, this yeah. movie does feel fresh. I don't think we any of us can say that it doesn't. It does feel like a Marvel movie, but it does it does bring something new to the table, and it opens the world a lot. Like, fucking hell, where can they go from here? They've got Guardians out in space. They've got fucking, you know, the, the normal Avengers on Earth, and now we've got other dimensions. This shit's going to get either really messy or fucking awesome. So, again, I'm the franchise guy. I'm excited to see where things go I just, I just don't like the villain, um, because it's not that I don't like the villains; it's that they don't do anything with the villain. I like the ancient one. I like, I like a lot of things about this movie. Um, it's just everything's pretty okay. It, you know, it, it sort of balances itself out in the end. And I'm with boy. I give it a three point five out of five. I think I, I can. Like, we're talking about these being, you know, this is a different type of movie. Ant Man was a different type of movie. Did we like this better than Ant Man, boy? Yeah, I like this better than Ant-Man. Ant-Man was really good though, but I like this one just a little bit better. Me too.
1: I like it more too, but I didn't really like Ant-Man if you remember. Like, I wasn't a huge fan of that. I watched it the other day actually after I watched Doctor Strange and I still wasn't a huge fan.
0: Oh, really? See, I went back and watched it again before Civil War, yeah. I think. And I, I really liked that movie. I, I think I gave it a 3.5 as well. I probably like it a little bit more than this because I did feel there were parts in this film that sort of dragged a little bit. Um, whereas Ant-Man, I found, was just like a fun sort of Judd Apatow style comedy. Um, but anyway, uh, that's, the, that's it for Marvel films for this fucking year. What's, what's the next one? Guardians. Guardians next year. Is that, is that the next one? That's March, I'm pretty sure. Fuck
1: oh, yeah, dude. That's so close. I can't wait. Yes.
0: It's snuck up on us. Holy shit. I,
1: the, the teaser came out and I was like, oh, I don't know about this. And I was like, immediately I was like, I'm so keen. Like, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen the teaser. The teaser's is so cool, man. It's just so sweet. I just, I'm so fucking excited. Holy shit. It's going to be awesome. Yeah,
0: I haven't seen the teaser either. So we'll go watch it after this. I'm pretty excited for it. It's going to be great. The first one was incredible. So maybe, yeah. maybe
1: that's what I'll watch tonight. Maybe I'll watch Guardians. Guardians of
0: the Galaxy. We're gonna watch a a weird Bigfoot movie. Um, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> I listened to this other podcast called The Sasquatch Chronicles. Um, I highly, I highly recommend you listen to it if you're interested in Bigfoot because it's about a bunch of people talking about their experiences with Bigfoot, and they're fucking sincere, man. It's fucking great. But these people have made a movie based on one of those experiences, and I contacted them through that podcast and, and got a really Weird, like bootleg copy of it. It's actually an official copy, but they sent me, and it's it's like a burnt from a <laughs> CD. Sort of thing. Yeah. so we'll see how that goes. I'll give you, I'll give you a review on that one yeah. at the start of next next um episode. I uh, we just passed Halloween as well. Um, did you watch any spooky movies over Halloween? Fuck
1: no, comment? I did not. Happy Halloweenus, everybody. How about you? What did you watch?
0: <laughs> I went and saw Rob Zombie's new movie, Thirty One. And it's delightfully gory. Cool. Is all I was saying. You're it's not as good as, all, as some of his other work. Devil's Rejects, one of the best films ever made. Fucking, this is kind of along those lines. It's just a bit more, a bunch of people get killed. You're a big Rob uh, Zombie
1: fam, aren't you?
0: Oh man, he's my boy. He's my boy. He's probably my favorite director. What's,
1: what's next week, Fish?
0: Well, talking about uh, horror movies, we're not going to do one. <laughs> we're, we're going back to Twilight. Well, something cool. Ah, Fuck. some would call it uh, a horror movie it does have monsters yeah it does have monsters we've done uh, we've already done Twilight and New Moon so we're moving on to the third installment Eclipse where do you stand on Twilight boy uh, not the biggest fan but I do remember the third one being okay don't you I think don't I... you fucking
1: lie to me boy don't you fucking <laughs> sit there and fucking lie to me over the internet if that movie's even remotely trash, I'm gonna come for you I swear to fucking god
0: Oh shit, he's coming for you! Fuck, then.
1: I hate because <laughs> we
0: already know that he's gonna hate it because of one fucking simple reason: the fact that Bella Swan.
1: I fucking hate her, and she doesn't improve. I hope she gets better in this film. Oh my god, she just—someone should have put her up for adoption. Fucking hell. <laughs>
0: Well, until next week, guys, please uh, follow us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher. We've got a bunch of fucking things out there where you can hear our beautiful voices. Uh, you know, get on the Facebook page. We've, we've had a lot of um, traffic over there at the yeah, moment. And it's really good. Everyone's, Welcome
1: to Everyone's Mexican. What the fuck? Why are you all Mexican? What's going on?
0: <laughs> I appreciate our Mexican listeners. Um, Me they're, too. They're loving the, the Twilight episodes They're really getting it. It's funny because like, you know, if you listen to our Twilight podcast, especially Connor is very angry about that movie and all, there's nothing but positive things (laughs) posted about how much people love the movie. So that's great. I'm glad that you guys are liking it. I've liked the both, both the last movies to a certain extent. So let's see if we can keep that going next week. But Hey, um, if you do like what you're hearing, get on, get on iTunes or get on Stitcher or even Podbean, one of, of your listening thing of choice and give us a rating. Give us a rating. Hopefully a five. That would be fucking Rate cool. Rate us out of Conno five. Connor will, you know, come around and give you a blowjob. Thanks for uh, being on the podcast, boy. It's been great having you here. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. And everybody, five stars, these bitches. are the best podcast around. Love it. I'm going to fucking cum all over your tits if you give us a five,
1: you big slut. Play the music. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film, Doctor Strange, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track The Master of the Mystic End Credits is performed by Michael Giacchino, and the track The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly Titles is performed by Ennio Morricone.